Clinical trials give patients access to promising new therapies before they are approved by the Food and Drug Administration for commercial use. For some patients, they may offer an additional line of treatment after all other therapies have failed. In this episode, Dr. Leslie Randall, gynecologic oncologist and researcher at VCU Massey Cancer Center, discusses several promising clinical trials testing new treatments for cervical cancer, the fourth most common cancer in women worldwide. Welcome to Healthy with VCU Health, where experts from VCU Health share their knowledge, cutting-edge research, and the latest innovations to help you achieve optimal health and wellness. Take control of your health. I'm your host, Caitlin White. So, Dr. Randall, how is cervical cancer typically treated? So, the treatment of cervical cancer depends on a few things, the main thing being the cancer stage. So, when a patient comes in, with cervical cancer, it's usually been diagnosed by an OBGYN or a primary care doctor on biopsy. And we do a physical exam, like a pelvic exam, to see what stage it appears the cancer is in. Sometimes that also requires like a PET scan or a CT scan, and sometimes even surgery to decide on the staging. Once we have the staging, for the earlier stage patients, we do surgery. And the surgery consists of removing the uterus and cervix, so that's a hysterectomy, usually with lymph node biopsies. And then some patients who want to preserve their fertility chances can have a specialized procedure that saves the uterus so that they can have a baby in the future. So not everyone is eligible for that type of surgery that takes a pretty a very thorough workup to decide if that's the right option for someone. If the cancer has spread outside of the cervix, um, there are two different options. One is either radiation treatment with low-dose chemotherapy, or if the spread is significant or enough, then we would do like a larger dose of chemotherapy. And what are some of the newest types of therapies emerging from the research? So the new therapies in cervical cancer are very um, exciting. To talk about new therapies, we have to talk about one treatment, and that is a prevention method, and that's the HPV vaccine. The HPV vaccine's not new, but it hasn't been universally implemented. So it's important to remind ourselves about the effectiveness, almost 100% effectiveness of HPV vaccine to prevent cervical cancer. So I'd much rather prevent cervical cancer than treat it. But there are new um, exciting treatments for cervical cancer. The first one is in 2013, we added an antivascular drug called uh, bevacizumab or Avastin to the treatment of cervical cancer. And that showed an improvement and long-term survival. That's the last advance that we've had in cervical cancer in quite some time. And so recently with the advent of immunotherapy, which has really revolutionized the treatment of lots of different types of cancer, we're really starting to study this now in cervical cancer. And immunotherapy makes sense for cervical cancer because it's caused by a virus. The virus infects the cervical area and it recruits the immune system to basically eradicate the virus and prevent cancer. But sometimes the immune system is impaired or it doesn't do its job and cancer develops. And so it makes a lot of sense to try and restore that 
immune system with immunotherapy to help fight off cancer and to help treat it. So we have immunotherapy really in, in going into each different type of treatment that we talked about for cervical cancer, depending on the stage. So moving into um, after surgery, giving it during radiation, giving it during chemotherapy to try to help all these treatments work better. Now, why are clinical trials so important to the treatment of cervical cancer? We can't really learn if something works or not without a clinical trial. And you know, any new treatment that we have carries risks with it. And so we don't want to add risk to treatment if it's not going to be helpful to patients. And so we do these trials to find out if treatments are safe and if they're effective. And if they're not, then we don't pursue them in the future. We decide, well, you know, this really didn't work or this really was too toxic for patients to tolerate. And so it's really not worth giving this as a treatment. If we just gave new treatments without doing clinical trials, we would be, you know, doing that to patients without, you know, knowing how beneficial they are or not. And so I really strongly believe in clinical trials. I don't think that we should just try things to see if they work without being uh, doing that in, in a way that helps us know for sure if they really help or not. So the other benefits of being on a clinical trial are that women get followed more closely if they're on a clinical trial. And so we have actually research that shows that women enrolled on clinical trials actually have better long-term survival than uh, women who are not enrolled on clinical trials. Now, VCU Massey Cancer Center has one of the largest offerings of cancer clinical trials in the whole state of Virginia. Can you give us an example of some of the trials available at Massey now? Yeah, I'm so glad that you asked this question. You know, we're really excited about our clinical trial portfolio. It's something that is a huge um, priority for us is to build these opportunities and these options for our patients in our treatment area. And I actually just came to VCU in January, and one of my goals was to build this program in cervical cancer trials. Cervical cancer disproportionately affects our area. It disproportionately affects women of color and of lower socioeconomic status. And we have a great opportunity here at VCU to care for those patients and, and all the patients in our, in our catchment area. I work at the national level with a group called the Gynecologic Oncology Group Foundation, and I run their clinical trials for cervical cancer uh, portfolio under their, it's called the GOG Partners, and we work with industry to uh, bring new treatments to patients. Um, right now, we have uh, four clinical trials open for cervical cancer with that portfolio growing, um, but our most recent trials are for with radiation, giving a drug called pembrolizumab, which is an immunotherapy during radiation. And then after radiation, it's kind of a maintenance to keep cancer away. Um, the second trial is, we call it BCC. This is a treatment for women who have what we call metastatic cancer that is spread throughout the body, or they have recurrent cancer after having surgery or radiation in the past. This is standard of care treatment with or without a drug called atezolizumab, which is also an immunotherapy. So this trial is actually an international trial. We're working with groups from Europe and Japan 
and Korea to try this treatment. We're the lead site in the United States here at BCU for that trial. The last trial is one, it's a, a very new drug. It is immunotherapy and it has, instead of one immunotherapy like the pembrolizumab or the atezolizumab drug, this is a dual immunotherapy. And it's one infusion, but you get two drugs, sort of for the price of one. And this drug attacks two different aspects of the immune system to help the immune system work better to treat the cancer. And it has shown really promising results in its early phases. And actually, the drug received FDA fast-track designation um, just last week. So we're really excited about that. This is a small trial. It's only 40 patients. The trial is um, designed to get a better signal of how effective it is before we move it into the later phase, phase three studies to, you know, in hopes to get that drug FDA approved so that patients can get access to it. And so we are also the U.S. lead site uh, for that trial. So very exciting things happening here at VCU and cervical cancer research. Great. Dr. Randall, anything else you want to add? It's very exciting to have movement in cervical cancer research. You know, we have not had very many advances. Cervical cancer is a is a disease that gets ignored. And for me, as being the cervical cancer leader in a national group and having seen where we've been with really no advances in cervical cancer treatment to where we are now with you know, it's, there's too many different treatments in research right now to even talk about it on this podcast. It's just, we don't have enough time. It's really exciting to see cervical cancer be valued. Um, women with cervical cancer having opportunities to access these new treatments that women with breast cancer, colon cancer, lung cancer have had access to, you know, now cervical cancer gets its day for research. I'm really excited about that. Well, thank you so much for your time and for this interesting information, Dr. Randall. And thank you for listening to Healthy with VCU Health. To learn more about treatments for cervical cancer at VCU Massey Cancer Center, visit MasseyCancerCenter.org. That's M-A-S-S-E-Y CancerCenter.org. Or call 804-828-9080. That's 804 804- 828-9080. I'm Caitlin White. We'll see you next time.